Hey friends, welcome to Living the KG Life, a pixie dust filled podcast. In our first episode of 2024, we are going to talk about what's happening, what's going on to kick off the new year, and what you can expect from the podcast. So stick around, it's going to be great. I cannot believe 2024 is already here. We are here. We're in it. We are steamrolling ahead. And what better way to kick off the year than by talking about all the things coming up that we can look forward to with Run Disney, with the podcast, with Disney trips, all the things to come. And funny enough, in true Run Disney fashion, kicking off the year, we had Marathon Weekend this weekend, and I have to start by giving a shout out to every single athlete that hit the pavement this weekend, whether it was a 5K, 10K, half marathon, full marathon, dopey, goofy, whatever you participated in this weekend, I am so proud of you. It was so fun exciting, inspiring to watch all of you get all those miles in, get your medals, and just have what looked like a really great, fun experience. I will also say (laughs) it really drove home how much FOMO I get and have on race weekends that I am not in Walt Disney World. And it's so crazy because back in 2018 or so when I really started following along with all things Run Disney and participating. I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to see what everybody's doing. And now I am like on my couch wearing my Zippity Tees t-shirts like for the race theme of the day and literally feeling so much FOMO. (laughs) It is so crazy. And there are also a couple of YouTubers out there that will actually live stream while they run the races absolutely bananas. I don't know how they do it. One of the channels that I almost always watch is Travel with Josh and Taylor. If you have not seen them before, check them out. Josh runs a lot of the races and will run the whole race while live streaming. They raise money for the Dragon Master Foundation. So they are doing some really incredible charity work, not only for us with FOMO at home, but really for these great organizations out there like Dragon Master Foundation. So shout out to Everyone out there who is not only getting the miles in, but also live streaming the whole entire way. I, again, I don't know how you do it. (laughs) I absolutely could not, but I'm so thankful because it really does make a lot of us at home feel included and excited about whatever we have coming up next. And that was actually perfect timing for me because I am leaving in a couple days for Disneyland. And I know we talked a little bit about this on some of the other episodes with Kristen from Run Fit Mama talking about Disneyland in general, what I should look forward to and all of that. So I'm almost like duly excited, right? I'm excited for Disneyland and seeing the parks and all the things that I have not been able to experience yet. But I'm also genuinely so excited to kick off this Run Disney race season for me. Because this season, I will be doing my first coast-to-coast challenge with running Disneyland this upcoming weekend, and then Princess in February. Something that you may notice if you are either into run Disney or you're potentially getting into run Disney, it is very addicting. It's very easy to get excited about all these different race weekends, but after doing all of the races, all the race weekends last season... 
I really said I need to stick to my plans of princess plus one. And then I was saying, okay, well, what else can I do to make it fun, make it different? Because the Dopey Challenge was so big and so exciting. And I just really wanted something else to keep me really motivated and excited going into this race season. So this season, the goal is the Coast to Coast Challenge. And then hopefully each year I can do a different challenge to again keep it exciting, especially with having done all the race weekends now. I can kind of split them up, change it around, and still make it really fun. So 2023 was dopey. 2024 will be Coast to Coast. And then we will see what 2025 holds for me. I will absolutely say, and I know I will be contradicting myself based on previous podcast episodes shortly after Dopey or even before Dopey of last year, Marathon Weekend might come back for me in 2025. I'm not sure yet, but but having run it last year, missing it, and kind of following along at home this weekend, it is very possible. I don't know if it'll be Dopey. I don't know if it'll be Goofy. I don't know if it'll be a standalone marathon. Maybe it'll be the 5K. I'm not sure. But Marathon Weekend, I think, might be in the view for 2025. We will see. Now, this year, in terms of kicking off Coast to Coast this weekend, as I mentioned, it'll be my very first trip to Disneyland, and there is just going to be so much Disneyland content coming after this trip. So get ready for, you know, Disney World AP perspective on first trip to Disneyland. I have a couple other fun things that are planned for us to do while I'm there. I'm going to be hanging out with some friends from work, lots of you I'm going to see, which I'm so excited about, and then doing my very first Run Disney race at Disneyland, but also my very first Coast to Coast Challenge and my very first Dumbo Double Dare. So I will be doing the 10K on Saturday and the Half Marathon on Sunday. I have five days planned at the parks, which I've been told by quite a few people that five days in Disneyland is a lot. But again, I am so excited to see everything. I want to be able to see both parks during the day. I want to see them at night. And I really want to be able to take in all the characters, all the different ambiance, and really bring a lot of fun content to the podcast when I get back. And since we've talked about Run Disney and Disneyland last, we have seen course maps, which they, I will say, for me, as again, a first-time Disneyland person, I think they look so cool. They look so fun. It looks like we're going to get both parks during both races. So super excited for that. And then the half looks like we have both the parks and then we have a ton of road on the second half. So I'm also very curious to see kind of like almost the juxtaposition of like a run Disney park type race. And then what a lot of folks have described is almost like a regular local race on the other half. (laughs) Whereas even at a run Disney race, when you're on the road, it's still doesn't feel like at least it doesn't feel like the races that we have here like in the Boston area when it's like at home or local race so with this second half of the race being really in the city part of the roads I'm very excited to kind of see the duality if you will (laughs) of this race course so very excited to talk about that when I get back and the other thing that I'm very interested about and this weekend made me think a lot about it as well and also really helped me to pack is the weather. I mean, it seems like it's going to be, for me at least, like really great weather, like 60s, not too hot, not too cold. I am excited for what it looks like at the time of this recording. As we know, that shit can change in an instant because for us here at home, it has been snowing for the last like two days. (laughs) 
And it went from like, it's going to be a little bit of snow to it literally started way earlier than we thought it was going to and has continued to snow. And then for everyone that ran Marathon Weekend this weekend, there were torrential downpours both for the half and then also a random torrential downpour during the full. So pretty crazy weather-wise, kind of like everywhere. So I'm really hoping it can stick with this like nice easy 60s and going to keep these races smooth, especially for everyone that just ran Marathon Weekend and then is going to come out and do Disneyland as well. So let's give those folks a break and we can hopefully benefit from that nice break and go with some nice easy weather. And that was one of the greatest pieces of advice that folks had given me in talking and planning and packing for Dopey last year was to, one, not only break in sneakers because you're going to be running four races, but also you never know what's going to happen with the weather in Florida. So if something happens like it did this past weekend and you have one race and your shoes get completely soaked and if you're running a half or a full you know that those sneakers are going to be wet to the bone it is so hard to let those dry out in time to go run another race the next day so i was like oh it's a great reminder to pack two pairs of running sneakers again just in case i would much rather be safe and lose the space in my luggage then get there and, you know, have something happen and have wet shoes, wet socks, and wet sneakers. Literally, <laughs> it's the worst. The other thing that came up in a similar boat is I did also kind of last minute buy some additional layers for underneath the shirts that I'm wearing for both races. Really excited about both my outfits. Again, as you all know, I'm not like super big into costuming. I'm part of a group costume for the 10K, which is definitely probably, I would say, on like the most costumey side that I've ever done so I'm very excited about that and then for the half I think is definitely more of like my normal kind of like Disney bound type style quote-unquote costume or like running outfit so super excited for both outfits I think they're gonna be adorable but again I got a little bit nervous after seeing in my New England mind (laughs) Florida and California are just hot right I know that's not true but like in my mind that's what it is like here You never know what the weather's going to be like. But when I think I'm going to California, I'm going to Florida, I'm going on vacation, I don't think long sleeves and sweatshirts and hoodies and all of that. So I slightly panicked. And I was like, I'm going to need to, you know, have another layer on just in case, even if I have to wear it just kind of like for the start of the race and then change at some point and take the long sleeve layer off. Totally fine with me. But those are the things that you have to really be prepared for when it comes to any race. And that's a local race, if you plan to dress up anything specific, even to like a theme or any run Disney race. Always have either one, a backup option of what you want to wear instead, or two, have things that you can kind of layer and take off and change at a moment's notice. Because you have worked too hard to get to this point, you're not going to let rain or anything stop you from crossing whatever finish line you have in front of you. The other thing that does happen, and it's a lot more difficult to try to prepare for, is something else that also happened this weekend due to weather. And that is the half marathon got cut short. And it got cut almost in half. So normally the half marathon would have been 13.1 miles. And for safety reasons due to the weather that was coming in Florida, Run Disney cut it to a 7.1 mile course. Now, I will say it is, again, something you work so hard for, you train for, you're so excited for. 
it's really expensive. There's a lot of time invested, even that exact, even that weekend for these races. So it is definitely something that can be defeating and disappointing and upsetting in all of those feelings when something like that happens. And shout out to everyone that I know that was there, everyone that was even cheering folks on from home. There was so much kindness and support and love on Instagram after that news. It really was just another great reminder that you just got to roll with the punches because shit happens, whether it's rain literally in the middle of your race or the threat and danger of all of that and changes to the course before the race even starts. So the invisible thing that is definitely in my bag after following along for marathon weekend is I am packing my patience. I am just so excited. I am planning to hit all of those start and finish lines this weekend with gratitude and excitement and just really being thankful for another run Disney race season, being able to do it, being able to visit Disneyland and really see so many of you that I haven't seen in a while and really just being back in kind of like that run Disney bubble. So that's a scoop for the start of the year. (laughs) There's a lot there. There's a lot to come. And I would love to know from all of you listening too. So I'm flying out, heading to Disneyland soon. I would also love to know what do you all want to hear about when I get back? Because I am sure I will just be ready to gush and share every single thing (laughs) from this entire trip. So send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear about on the podcast. I'll probably be sharing a ton of stuff on Instagram. So make sure you are following along there as well. And then from there... It's going to be Princess in a few weeks after that, which is going to be pretty crazy. So for Princess Weekend, I'll be doing the 5K, 10K, and half. So the 5K and the Fairy Tale Challenge, which will then get me my very first Coast to Coast medal, which I am so excited about. I know there was also so much drama and stress around the design of the medals. I am just looking forward to it myself as the medal itself and what it stands for and what it means. And I'm just so excited to be earning one. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. And I know there'll be lots of other beautiful, great medals to come. And then in terms of the podcast for really all of 2024, like I said, we will have a ton of Disneyland content. I'll be in the full swing of Run Disney season. So there'll be lots of Run Disney episodes coming. And if you've been following on Instagram, you've seen some pieces here. Producer Jimmy is running the Boston Marathon this year for the Flutie Foundation, which is so exciting. So we'll have him come on, talk all about his journey, training for his first marathon, having it be the Boston Marathon, which is so exciting. And then there are at least, at least two more Disney trips Throughout the year, if I had to guess, there will probably be at least three or four after Princess Weekend. So lots to come there in terms of like, I don't want to give too many spoilers away. You know, what kind of trips they are, when they'll happen. Lots to come. So you'll definitely hear lots of trip recaps coming. I know that was something in some of the recent question boxes that I put up. A lot of folks said that you want to hear more trip recap stuff more of what I'm doing when I go to the park. So not to worry, lots more trip recap episodes and content to come. And the other thing I know a lot of you are excited about and looking forward to is Mouse Madness. And we did kind of, I think maybe in the fall of last year, say that Mouse Madness will be coming back. So don't worry. 
We'll be sharing details about that soon. We are working out some details. So once we have everything kind of nailed down and settled, we will share that with you as soon as possible so that you can all register and start to think about the topic, what you want to put in your bracket, and how it should all come together. And the last thing that I wanted to mention in terms of getting ready to head out to Disneyland and things that I'm also just like really thankful for already in 2024 is how much this community has really shown up for one of my nearest and dearest closest friends recently found out that her 16-year-old niece was diagnosed with osteosarcoma, which is bone cancer. And she was putting together some packages and she was like, you know, my niece is a big Swifty. Would you mind putting together some friendship bracelets? I'm not great with that. And I was like, absolutely. And now I have bought a ton of friendship bracelets from Foster the Magic Co., which if you do not follow Courtney on Instagram, definitely go do that. She has a small shop on Etsy and When I tell you I have bought literally probably like 80 friendship bracelets from her, she is amazing. I bought bundles when we went to see the Eras Tour live. I bought them when we went to the movie. So of course, Courtney was the first person that I thought of when I was like, great, I will buy from a small shop. I'll be able to give her a bunch of bracelets. And I was thinking, you know, so many of you our Swifties, our obviously Disney Swifties as well. I know tons of people have been trading friendship bracelets at race weekends. So I asked my friend, I was like, now when you say you think she would like the friendship bracelets, you know, would she be like really excited about that? I was like, because if so, I will post a story immediately. And if folks want to send them, they can. And she was like, oh yes, she would love that. And when I tell you (laughs) it, literally makes me emotional to think about it. The amount of friendship bracelets I am bringing with me to California for her is amazing. And the amount of you that messaged me and were like, when are you going? When can I get them to you? I have other things that I want to send. I truly cannot thank all of you enough. And if you're listening and you're like, oh man, I would have loved to send friendship bracelets or you have some on the way. Don't worry. This is like, I'm considering this like drop number one. will come with me on this trip and then I plan to do another shipment afterwards because I know some folks will be still sending them over after I get back. So number one, if you sent over friendship bracelets or anything else in your packages for my friend's niece, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is going to be such a great, happy, fun, encouraging positive gift for her to have. And I'm so, so thankful that this little community that we have was able to really rally together and bring them together. And like I said, if you did not get a chance to send some and you still want to, one, we would be incredibly grateful for any bracelets whatsoever. It doesn't need to be a bunch, even if you want to send one. That is amazing. I will be collecting some more and sending kind of a drop number two once I get back from California. And I think this is actually a great way to wrap up this quick episode as well. It really just is so amazing to see how many people we've all really connected with through the podcast, through Instagram. I'm just so 
incredibly thankful for all of you. You're all so incredibly kind, so nice, and I just, I really am thankful for all of you and for another year of Living the KG Life, the podcast. There's so much excitement coming, and I'm really excited to share it with all of you. And again, I can't thank you enough for all of your patience. I know really like the fall was so tough. Our family had a tough end of the year this year, and then I was sick after that. So I'm, again, just really thankful to be heading to Disneyland, heading out to these races. We will see how they go. I'm going to give it my all, and I'm really looking forward to 2024 with each and every one of you. I will always say this and shout it from the rooftops. If you see me at all at Disneyland throughout the races, please stop and say hi. Would love to see you, chat with you, take pictures, all of the good things. Because again, I'm just so thankful for all of you. So as always, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Living the KG Life and that you subscribe to or follow the podcast on your favorite podcast streaming platforms. We have new episodes out every week, so stick around. It's gonna be great.